The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. This is Robin Nelson with another edition of Wrestle Podcast, and my guest is Savion Truitt. How's it going? What's going on? Happy to be on. Uh, I'm glad you're on. So what have you been up to lately? Man, I've just been relaxing my body. You know, this whole coronavirus thing is, you know, a lot of my, you know, shows have been canceled. So I've just been relaxing from some well-needed time, just taking time off, man. Since you're taking all that relaxation time off, aren't you kind of missing getting in the ring and, um, you know, doing some uh, training and um, getting into some wrestling matches, though? Hey, you have no idea, man. Like, wrestling is literally my life, and, like, if I'm not wrestling, I don't know what I'm doing. So this is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. And my heart was broken when I found out I couldn't even train. Like, whew. Yeah, you were um, training over at Ascend Pro Wrestling. What What's it like uh, training over there and uh, working with uh, the uh, talented roster? Oh, yeah, it was. It's just really dope to be over there. Um, I've been training over there for the past, uh, I want to say, like, half a year. Uh-huh. I've just really been honing up the skills and, you know, sharpening my fundamentals. You know, you can't really forget about those. That's pretty much what I've been doing. It's helped me a lot. All right, let's go back to the past a little bit when you were growing up. What got you to fall in love with pro wrestling? Well... I think just like any other wrestler, I fell in love the moment I saw it. Like, I was about, the first memory I have of pro wrestling was probably three to four years old, just watching a rock and stone cold go at it. And I just knew, actually, I knew, I think I knew right then and there, that that's what I wanted to do when I grew up. So you were like a big, so what you're saying is, um, you big rock fan? I'm a big I'm a big attitude era fan, I'm not gonna lie. Stone Cold, The Rock, Road Dog, Triple H, all of them. Like that was I fell in love. That's when I fell in love and then that that era will always hold a little special place in my heart. I totally agree with you. I miss the Attitude Era too, and I miss the Monday Night Raw Wars between WCW Monday Nitro and, you know, uh WWE uh Monday Night Raw. Um that was the best time for me of enjoying wrestling. I mean, I enjoy the independent wrestling scene now because it's on fire, but I do miss the whole attitude era with you as well. I totally agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole Monday Night War thing, though, that that is a little bit before my time. A lot of people don't know, but I'm only 23, so that's like right off the, right on the cuff, you know? Yeah, that's when wrestling was good. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> line. So um, when you got a little bit older, uh, you started to get into uh, amateur wrestling as well. Um, tell me a little bit about that, how you became an amateur wrestler. Well, well growing up, I was uh, I didn't get into sports till it was kind of late when I got into sports. I was in the seventh grade when I, I started playing football. And then once I got into high school, you know, I stuck to what I knew. I was doing football. And then everyone was like, yo, you should, like, wrestle. And I'm just like, well, why would I want to wrestle? And they're like, dude, it's like the hardest sport ever. And for me, I'm so competitive. 
I'm just like that. <laughs> you know, if it's hard, if it's that hard, and if y'all saying I can't do it, I'm going to just go ahead and do it. And plus, they were saying it'll help me out with my football. So I went into wrestling not knowing anything about it. I'm thinking it's like, oh, this, this must be WWE wrestling. But, man, I was in for a rude awakening. It was the hardest thing I've ever done to this day. It's so- but, you know, after a while, I ended up just sticking with it because I fell in love with folk-style wrestling, freestyle, Greco, all that. Just fell in love with it. And, you know, just haven't looked back ever since. And I still do it to this day. But, so you, you know, it helped me segue into doing what I love today. Yeah, you were in the top thirty in the state as well. Yeah, yeah, that was that Division One. I. I went to Elder, and uh, yeah, that was a, that was a really tough year. That 2014, that was just so many monsters there. And um, like I said, I said, I think it's actually made me a better man going through all that. So, so from there, what decides you? You, um, you finally woke up and said, you know something. Since um, I've amateured wrestle, I'm going to think about trying to become and train to become a pro wrestler. What got that idea in your head, and um, what did you do about it? Okay, so here's the story. Okay, so I didn't even know that you could even be a pro wrestler. Like growing up. I was always, I was always like the only guy that was into pro wrestling. Like none of my friends even knew anything about it. You know, I felt like I was just the outcast in the group. But, you know, once I got into college, I was, you know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know what. So, you know, I was studying biology, you know, just not knowing what I wanted to do. But then one day my friend from high school, he just came up to me. He's like, yo, my uncle, you know, he, uh, He's looking for some guys to get into wrestling. I had no idea what it was, so I just took that leap of faith and ended up being pro wrestling, <laughs> you know? And, you know, I had to start somewhere, and I just I don't regret. I, I think if I did not make that move, I would probably regret so, taking that, you know? So when you were uh, training to become a pro wrestler, uh, did um, you know the amateur wrestling style help you a little bit as well, like in conditioning? Okay, okay, that's the funny part. So conditioning, yeah, for sure. Because like I said, doing that the amateur wrestling that was probably the hardest thing, not just mentally but physical, and it's just it, like football, you know, basketball, all that did not compare to wrestling conditioning. So that right there gave me the edge there. But the funny thing about that is even though they're both called wrestling, they are worlds apart from each other. And when I tell you, like, two sports cannot be further apart, these are it. Pro wrestling and folk style, totally different worlds. And honestly, I felt like I had to forget half the things, you know, from high school in order to start being decent in pro wrestling but at the same time I do use some of that you know stuff and implement it in my game plan and it does help me but when I tell you those two things are so different from each other that's no exaggeration I bet it is because uh wrestling uh pro wrestling training is very hard on your body as well too yeah yeah that's something a lot of people don't they don't understand that you know I feel like this is also the only sport that, you know, you don't understand how physical it really is 
just by watching it. You have to do it in order to feel it. Like my first week of training, I swear my my body was hurting from top to bottom. I'm talking my back, lower back, legs, arms, shoulders, neck, face, everything. But you know what? That pain that pain made me want it more. Isn't that weird? Oh, no, it's not, because you got something that you really love, too. What was it like to take your first bump? All right, so that's, all right, so, <laughs> bumping, let's see. All your life, you're trained not to fall on your back. We all want to catch ourselves. We want to make sure, you know, we fall and just, I don't know, try to catch ourselves. Just falling backwards and letting them flatter your back is such an unnatural feeling. It actually took me a while before I could actually, like, feel comfortable doing it. The basic, the basic of the basic was, like, the hardest for me. Going back to wrestling high school, you know, we don't we don't want to be on our backs at all. That, that's the end of the match. That's a pin. Like, the moment your shoulder blades touch, that's game over. So, for me, it was especially hard to get into pro wrestling, and that first bomb just, like, it was just something about slamming my back on the ground, you know, that just, it didn't sit well. But now, I can bump like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I took a few bumps myself. I took yeah, a, how are they? Oh, same thing. I couldn't walk. I felt like... <laughs> I felt like I was a cripple. Um, yeah, I took a few training sessions with uh, Cody Hawk to see oh, yeah. um, to see what it would be like, you know, to train to be a wrestler. I didn't go, want to go in to train as a wrestler. I just wanted to see what it felt like through all the training. And you're right; um, it's it's a lot of conditioning, uh, strength, uh, you know, uh, and um, a lot of a lot of physical fitness to it too, man. I mean, you you have to either want it or don't want it and then, yeah, brother. yeah so um after i was done doing the training i you know i looked at, at cody hawk and i was like man this is some hard intense training and um you know and i go thank you so much for you know you know give me some lessons how to bump how to run ropes uh, how to do all that great stuff and um, I'm glad I did it. So I, now I, I understand what's it like to be inside the ring and also um, outside the ring. And um, Cody goes up to me and goes, I want to tell you something. I go, what's that? And he's like, I give you a lot of respect and you took a lot of balls to do what you did. <laughs> hey, no kidding. Hey, tell the people at home, what's that ring made of? There's no spring. There's no pillows. That's straight. That's straight wood. Like, we're bumping on wood and steel. Like, we are insane when you think about it. You know, slamming your body right on that stuff. Oh, heck yeah. And especially when you're running the ropes. Uh, those, those hurt, too. I've had I had bruises on the side of my body. Hey, that's exactly why. Exactly. Especially first day. Day one. I swore I had, the, like, the longest welt on my lower back, uh-huh. on my upper back. And I'm just like, dude, where do these come from? <laughs> well, you know, they make you tough. <laughs> oh, it sure does. And you know something? I I respect every pro wrestler out there in the wrestling world, man. I have nothing to man. say about that because I felt it and I did it. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. 100% agree with that. Anyone who's crazy enough to step in that ring, and they deserve all the respect in the world. 
Oh, I know. And I'm glad I did it. Um, also, um, how long did you train before you finally got into your very first match? And when you got into your first match, how were you feeling at that time? Okay, so let's see. Okay, so it was June 1st, 2015 it was my first time uh, practicing. So that's when I took my first ball. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the date. But I think, okay, so my debut date is December 5th of 2015. So it took me about six months to get in the ring. And when when I got in front of all those people, there wasn't even a lot of people. I'm not going to lie to you. It's definitely less than 100. And uh, when I got in front of those people, it was just something about being half naked <laughs> and just all eyes on you. It's you and that other guy in the ring. You know, it's just, you feel so vulnerable. And I honestly choked the first time I got in the ring. <laughs> it was probably a, a five-minute match. And it, it was probably a five-minute squash match. I can't even remember the match exactly, but I know it was probably terrible. <laughs> I didn't have my first decent match until probably a year in, not going to lie. And you also been in the business for four years as well. And what you were telling me before we came on the show, a lot of people uh, think you were just like in the business for only a year. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, uh, the tough thing about being in this business, I believe, is literally your first few years. You know, some people, they can make an impact as soon as they get on. You know, I envy those guys. But for me, personally, I it took me a while to get, you know, find my footing. Figure, I had to figure out who I was above anything else before I could even believe in myself. You know, once I started believing in myself, I started getting some steam rolling and people started knowing my name, you know. That's why Savion Section, all about the fans. I appreciate the fans because without them, there is no Savion. So So how did you how did you come up with Savion Tritt? You really want to know? Yes, it's just like it's just like I want to know. I want to know the story how Savion came to be. If you look on my birth certificate, that is my birth name. <laughs> no kidding. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people come up to me and be like, "What is your name? What is your real name?" And I'm like, "Savion." They're like, "Not your wrestling name. I'm talking about your real name, Savion, Savion Truitt." <laughs> hey, I thought that maybe there was a story to it, but hey, that's kind of cool. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool. Now, no, now whoever listens uh, to this uh, podcast will know that hey, that's really his name. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's my name. It's a cool one too. So I was like, you know what? Why make up a name when I already have a kick-ass name, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like it. I'm not that arrogant, guys. I'm not that arrogant. I'm kidding. Oh, I know you're not, but you know. <laughs> I like I like the name, you know. I thought it was like a, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like a, you know, your uh, wrestling gimmick. But hey, that's cool. And there's no gimmick about me. <laughs> oh. I know. I'm just For giving real you... me authentic yeah. at his best. Oh, and I'm just giving <laughs> you a hard time about the whole gimmick thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time because this is your very first podcast you were ever on, too. Yeah, I know. I know. I was nervous a little bit. I'm not good at you know, speaking. So. All right, let's talk about uh, another pro wrestler. Let's talk about Ari Alexander 
And you're uh, in ring chemistry with her as well. Yeah, Ari, that's my girl. Yeah, um, we've never actually been in the ring. Like, we've never had a match against each other. I really want to match with her. You know, I really want to see how far she's came. Yeah. And the funny story is we've known each other for about three years, three or four years, something like that. And she just got into it this past April. That's when she started training. And she made her big debut in August. So proud of her. So what's it? So what's it like, uh, both of you guys, pro wrestlers, and uh, dating each other as well? Um, is that kind of is that kind of cool? <laughs> <laughs> On paper, it's cool. <laughs> right. um, no, all seriousness, uh, she's really dope. It's awesome. It, it's nothing like being with someone who has the same passion as you. Like, there's nothing better than that. Like, I. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's awesome. We have that perfect wrestling and just, you know, keeping our, you know, actual lives separate from wrestling at the same time. It's, it's, it's just great. You know, I support her. She's great. She supports me. I'm doing okay. And it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, I've I've, I've seen her uh, wrestle a few times as well, and um, she every time I see her, she gets more improved in the ring and um, has some solid crisp matches so far. What I've seen, and she's a young, talented performer. I can see her going all the way. Hey, me too. That's what I believe in her too, man. Like she really does improve so much every time she steps in that ring, like. You can tell she doesn't skip a single day of training. Like, she wants it, and she's going to get it. Yeah, um, I've met uh, both of you guys several times, and like I said, I've seen you guys wrestle your matches as well, and you can tell both of you have, you know, your heart and soul into it, man. You got that burning passion you know, which is really hard to explain. And I can see that when you're in the ring and also um, when Ari's in the ring as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, hey. Um, also, you made your debut at uh, War Ohio Wrestling, which is owned by a great guy by the name of Thomas Williams. Uh-huh. And you uh, got in the ring with a wrestling legend, Cody Hawk, as well. What was it like to get in the ring with Cody Hawk who's been in the business for many years, who's trained, you know, John Moxley, Eli Drake, Sammy Callahan, Braxton Sutter. I mean, uh, you know, and also Pretty Little Cycle, Shauna Reed. I'm talking about great wrestlers you see today. What was it like to step in the uh, ring with uh, Cody Hawk? Well, I'll tell you what. There's one thing is just listen to what you just said, right? Mm -hmm. There's one thing to actually get in that ring and experience every single thing you just acknowledge. Like, I have so much respect for that man. And I've been wanting to get in the ring with that man for the last few years. And this is it. This was the chance to get in there and just to prove that I belong in this business. And there's, that was such a good stage to do it on War, Ohio. Up in Lima, that was probably one of the biggest shows I've been on. It's not the biggest so far. Yeah, War Ohio has a huge following of fans, man. There are a lot of people that love war wrestling. And um, also, what was it like 
there working with Thomas Williams. Did you reach out to him or did he reach out to you to become part of War Ohio? All right. So they were doing this uh, Keeper of the Gate challenge. Okay. And the thing is, is that it was posted on, on social media and it was advertised as Cody Hawk is the gatekeeper. And in order to get into war wrestling, you have to go through Cody. And not only do you have to impress Cody, you also have to impress the hundreds, maybe thousands, fans that were in attendance that day. So that means you couldn't slip. You had to build your A game. You had to bring it. And war stands for wrestling and respect. So I had to display all those things, which is what I'm all about anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm young and I'm hungry. And I just needed this. I just needed this, man. So I went up there and I accepted that challenge. And I, I count my blessings because out of all, it was, it was probably almost 100 people that went in for that challenge. I was the one that was handpicked. Like, <laughs> there's no greater feeling than that. So it was like all the puzzle pieces were coming together. And I went up there, and I just had to go in there and show them what I had. And by the end of the night, somehow, that crowd was chanting my name. There's really no greater feeling than that. You should feel proud about that because war fans are really hard to please, man. And if they love you over there, oh, you you got it made, brother. You got it made. I know. It's such a huge stepping stone. I'm ready. I'm just, I feel like I'm ready. I've been trying to polish myself. Never stop training. I'm ready. I'm also, you got in a ring with another great wrestler as well, is real known in the wrestling world as well. And um, I watched that match between you and the baddest man, Aaron Williams. And all I have to say is you guys put on a 100% wrestling match, hard hitting. You guys weren't giving up on each other and putting on a good show and the fans were loving it. So what was it like to get in the ring with the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams? Hey, another humbling experience with another man who's been in the business for years. You know, like <laughs> you want to talk about Respect. That, that's a man right there. You know, like, I, I can't say anything bad about him. I, I, I was given the opportunity to see where I stand, see if I could swim or sink. And, uh, you know, I just attacked these challenges head on, and we went on for about half an hour. You know, longest match of my career. <laughs> and I've learned so much from that match. I, I feel like I've learned, like, a whole other style of wrestling. You know, so I'm hoping for a rematch. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Not only am I hoping, it's going to have to happen. It just has to happen. And when it happens, it's going to be something magical. I think so, too. I would love to see a, a part two between you and Aaron Williams. I mean, like I said, that that was one hell of a match. Um, I've seen a lot of your matches, and by far, that one with Aaron Williams would have to be my favorite match of all the matches I've seen with you in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have many to compare to that one. I'm not, I'm just so ready to do this thing. I'm ready. 
Uh, um, also, you also, um, I don't know if you've gotten a ring with him yet, but I, I've seen pictures of you, you know, facing him. Um, did you ever get in a ring with the quintessential male Jake Shepard? <laughs> uh, I've had my fair share of run-ins with that man. You know, him and uh, Russell. <laughs> you mean Russell Actifool Bland? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The, the wingman. What was it like to deal with those guys? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Jake Shepard, he's a big, that's a big presence right there. So me being a smaller guy, how to use my equipment, it took a lot of concentration just to be in the same ring with him. But <laughs> there's nothing that's going to break your concentration more than Russell in the background to, to call him. That's, that's the best way you can describe that. And Jake Shepard's a pretty big guy in the ring, but he can move. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, I can't underestimate. And that's my thing. Cannot underestimate anyone in that ring. And sometimes looks are deceiving. I think so, too. Um, also, when you were trying to do Russell's caca, you're supposed to go, caca, caca, like that. See, my voice don't go that high. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay, yeah. Hey, I tried it. I tried it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, when you're not in the ring, what do you enjoy doing? Um, I heard you're a huge anime fan. What got you into anime, and what's your favorite anime series? Oh, man. How do you know? <laughs> hey, I'm a journalist. I do my research. <laughs> you're really done your research. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge, huge Naruto fan, man. Like, I... I got all the video games I've read, all the manga. There's nothing about Naruto that I probably don't know. <laughs> like I, I spend a good amount of time just, just watching it, reading it, playing it, breathing it. Um, you're also a big uh, NBA fan too. Yeah, yeah. But with the coronavirus going on, it's a shame they had to postpone the, the season. So, you know, we're missing out on a lot of things right now. I really wanted to see some matchups, and, you know, I was ready for the playoffs next month, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not mad, though, because they're taking proper precautions. Hey, there's nothing wrong being safe and uh, making sure no one doesn't get sick. I don't blame them one bit. Um, Another question I ask my guest is, if you could change pro wrestling and how fans perceive it, what would you change and why? Hmm. Let's see. I would like to change those who believe that um, wrestling is fake. Why do you watch it? Because at the end of the day, fake and real isn't isn't like a fair like few words to describe it because we what we do in a ring is unlike any sport out there we entertain the fans and we entertain the fans by putting our lives on the line not just our bodies but our lives people have lost their lives in that ring and what we do is, is so much drama inside and out the ring there's so much money that goes into it so much passion that goes into it. So I want those fans to be able to see that and just to appreciate it as the art that it is. Because it is an art. If it's just not, if you don't consider it a sport, 
at least appreciate it as art. That's what we do. Where do you see yourself in 2020 when this coronavirus gets destroyed and you get back into the ring again? I'm kicking ass in the ring. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) What are you guys going to see? I have. I can finally rest my body. Finally get in better shape. I'm taking time for myself. That's something I haven't done probably since I started. So you're going to see a much better stay beyond true. So who do you like to get in the ring with next? Oh, anyone can get it. Anybody. I, anybody. You name them. I want, I want the best. I want people who are, you know, who think they're better than me. I want people who are better than me. I want, I just want the best. I want to wrestle everybody. Just, I want to go across the country. I want to just have a save down section tour. Just light it up. That's all I want. Hey, that's a great attitude to have as well. I love that attitude and passion in you. So where can everybody find you on social media if they want to follow you and see what Savian Truitt's going to do next? Okay, so if you are on Facebook, my personal profile is my name, Savion Truitt. And then I have the whole wrestling page for the Savion section. It's called Savion section. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'll be at the real Savion and uh, that's pretty much all I have and um, you know you get to see some things on there a lot of wrestling stuff a lot of wrestling stuff and you get to see like what I'm about you can see if you want to be a part of the Savion section I'm not forcing you <laughs> I'm not forcing you look at you You're cocky I love it <laughs> I'm not, oh it's not cocky it's not cocky Saying. Everyone has their, their choices. I don't want to make it seem like I'm forcing you. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Wink, wink. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to coming on, especially this since this is your first podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm trying to get my voice out there. <laughs> yeah. And um, everybody else, uh, thank you for listening to Wrestle Popcast. You can follow Wrestle Popcast on Facebook, and you can follow me and listen to my episodes at Wrestle Popcast on Spreaker.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Apple Podcasts. You can follow me at Twitter at Wrestle Popcast, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Wrestle Popcast. Everybody, have a great evening. Bye.